You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey, it's your boy Tom here and we are back. Ooh, you're welcome. We are back, boys, and football is back. Let's go. D'Angelo's favorite time of the year where fantasy football players come and chirp at all of the regular football players and ask them why they can't do their job so that I can win my fantasy football league. How's it feel, fellas? How's it feel to have football back? What, 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 how was your weekend? I know it was great because you were watching football all weekend, right? Yeah. I, so, I, Gary, you want to go first? No, you got it. Okay. I, I watched a lot of football this weekend. Um, I don't, this is, this, this is what I, I, I don't understand. This is what I don't understand, Gary. And, and it's been bothering me for some time. Men, we have a season and that season is football season. Some season is basketball season, whatever your season is. Correct. I don't understand for the life of me why men get such a bad reputation for having a season when women oh man like i gary i didn't realize how big pumpkin spice is in in the fault like i'm talking about the i'm talking about the moment it dipped under 74 it's like it's pumpkin latte pumpkin spice pumpkin like that flavor comes in like it's like it's Halloween and swoops in and just takes everybody's soul. Like, what is this fascination with pumpkin spice? I'm I'm relating it to seasons because, you know, guys, we get a really bad rep of not paying attention to all that and and all this. But what, what is it with the pumpkin spice here? What so is it? I can get behind the Halloween love, so I got no problem with that. And you better be careful. We got somebody else on this podcast that is the leader of the Pumpkin Spice fan club. No, so, listen, no, listen. No pumpkin Spice season. Don't, no, the hell we don't. No, we don't. D. D. You can't. What's this Pumpkin Spice shade right now? Boy, come on. Bro, bro, do not tell me. Pumpkin Spice and everything nice. Boy, come on. Hey. All you need is a little pumpkin spice in you. Pumpkin spice things up out here, D'Angelo. Come on, baby. <laughs> Ain't no better time than getting your lips to touch that cold foam of pumpkin cream for the first time in a cool fall. Woo, boy. That means Halloween's right around the corner. Yes, sir. I was trying to warn you, D, before you upset somebody. <laughs> it is awful that that's even a season that they even like oh it's pumpkin spice season no the hell it's not it's either halloween season it's either football season it's either basketball season pumpkin spice does not get its own season i agree i would think you would just lump it into halloween and halloween will get that nod before pumpkin spice correct because i'm pretty sure if you googled october or if you googled around this time i'm assuming because i hadn't looked it up Halloween would come up well before pumpkin spice season. I would agree. That's why I'm all right. behind it. 
Yeah, but I watched a lot. Well, yeah, football season is definitely more than pumpkin spice. I'll say that. But you know, you still it's it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, Thanksgiving. It's a throwaway season where really it's you know it's Halloween and then Christmas. So it's pumpkin spice is kind of like a throwaway. Slander, slander, <laughs> slander. I just well, just missing what, what, Thanksgiving. What, what, I do that with throw throw D for a wow. loop. That's what I had. <laughs> the D. The disrespect he just did to all families that done that. Pumpkin spice is like pumpkin spice is like hot water cornbread, D. You know what I'm saying? You, you have it once a year and you get excited about it, and then there you go. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have it once a year. I'm I'm not gonna let you upset me, man. I'm gonna pass the mic to somebody else because I clearly see you woke up and you chose violence this morning. And I'm going to let you have it. Go ahead, Gary. What, what did you do this weekend? So before I give you that, I'm going to give you the – I know everybody's been waiting because we made them wait an extra week for the backstory of what happened with my buddy and the fantasy football and the guy that was supposed to be there early and did not. I know everybody's been itching to hear what happened. So uh, the guy showed up. Supposedly this is what I was told. So now this is just word of mouth. Um, he showed up, did what he needed to do, and left – and nothing ever got mentioned about it ever since. Never t- said thank you for anything. Nothing. It just he just ignored everybody while he was there. It was crazy. And then uh, wait, 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 hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I, I think there's a we, you missed some of the story in there because I, I you said he came, didn't talk to anybody, handled what he was supposed to handle, and left. Yeah, basically. And then he uh, supposedly he tried to start fights in board games because he was losing and he had to make sure he had to make new rules so he could win. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, this is a rumor from Tom, what Tom, I was told. I've about. heard. I've heard. Tom, Tom, Tom. You can't chime in on what you heard, man. I, this is all secondhand information. Tom, I heard. I heard. This is all secondhand information, Tom. Let him finish. You, you can't interrupt a secondhand so, story with another secondhand story. Correct. Because then it sounds like y'all are involved. We're not correct. doing that. Yes. So you go ahead, Gary. You finish that. What you so yeah. Saying. So he had to change rules of games to try and make himself be a winner, so he didn't lose. And then he got mad about certain things in games. Uh, then he did all what, of that. What day? What day did said friends show up? Friday evening, like late. Okay. And in the initial plans, what day was he supposed to show up? Wednesday. Okay. So we we still two days late. So we didn't honor that initial conversation. Okay. Yeah. So we showed up Friday. And didn't talk to anybody. Were we there Friday evening, Friday? Friday, Friday evening. Night? We got there late Friday night. And okay. then uh, okay. hung out a little bit. Then we all, everybody, supposedly the people went to sleep. And then... Um, then on Saturday, they played games or whatever, and he did supposedly terrible in games, was mad okay, uh, and okay. said it didn't matter because they were doing something for their fantasy to, to determine how their order was going to be done okay. or whatever. And he thought he was yeah. going to do really good, and he did really bad. And then okay. he said, oh, it didn't matter. He was going to draft well, and then he did his draft, and he was told he had the second worst draft uh, by the by – the, I guess the analyzer or something. I don't know what they use. Okay. But it was it was okay. very interesting. And then he left abruptly on on Sunday afternoon, and everybody else left on Monday. So he he was supposed to be there Wednesday to Monday, and just left. Didn't tell anybody bye. Just left. And he was there Friday to Sunday. Yeah, so Friday evening okay. to Sunday afternoon. 
Okay, Friday evening to Sunday afternoon. So I, I wonder, I wonder, and I know you probably don't have the answer to this. You yeah. can probably just guess this may be like a conversation that we can have amongst us about this situation. But just curious, do you think if he would have just been better off staying at home because he had the second worst draft? He really didn't make an impact. He caused all those problems that he caused. I mean, I understand, like, he's a friend, but at the same time, I felt like he did all this on purpose just not to get invited back so he doesn't have to go through this again. So I don't think he would have been better off at home from what my friends were telling me. I don't think he would have been better. I think okay. he they tried to get him to commit to showing up earlier next year. And he wanted to, but he wouldn't commit to being there longer next year. So he's already turning them down a year in advance. So okay. I don't understand that concept, but I guess that's I guess that's what happens when you have somebody that's a prima donna. Okay. So Tom, all right, I'm gonna play de- I'm gonna play devil's advocate for uh, whoever. I, this is what I heard. I heard. Okay. First of all, I heard that you know they that the friend flew into town. And was playing board games Friday, and, and Friday, afternoon. Friday, 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 Friday afternoon, right? Yeah, so he didn't come into Wednesday because you know situations change, things change. But what, what I'm talking about, what happened while we're there, while they're there, from what I heard was that there was a dictator uh, of the games that was hating that he was losing. So the rules, the actual rules of the game that these people are playing by, that the actual rule book says, he's like, I think we should stop using that rule because it allows for cheating. <laughs> so he tried to change the rules from what, I, from what I heard. The dictator wanted to take a rule out because he thought it was unfair and allowed cheating. So... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, Gear. Hold on, hold on. No, you're good. Go ahead. You, you, yeah, you, you go ahead and you finish, Ty. So when you said he, he tried to change the rules, this dictator, was this in every single game or just this one particular game that you highlight? Oh, this one particular game that I, I think okay. Gary heard the same rumors about. Uh, right. But then also. You guys play that night. Oh, uh, we Gary. played a bunch, like five or six. Okay, and I, okay. I heard that friend. One particular game. I heard that friend won like four out of the six board games. That's just what I heard uh, okay. that night. Okay. So you know, obviously he's a winner and understands what has to happen and how to play by the okay. rules. Okay, did you win, did you win these four games out of six? I mean, did that friend win those four <laughs> games out of six? Under, let me see how I can say this: menacing pretenses, like hey, no, no, all are rules. And they just like, you know what? Go ahead, man. You wanted to keep the game moving. No, it was all, all the right rules, baby. It was just, you know, okay. playing within the rules and people people not being smart enough to adjust their own games to, to account for that. But, you know, it's, we're playing chess, not checkers. And then I did hear that the, that the friend had the second worst draft, according to Yahoo, uh, which everybody knows that's a blessing because if you have the best draft, you have the worst team. Um and and then I also heard that friend currently has the second highest score of the week right now uh, for the first week's game. So I don't know I don't know what you heard about that Gary or not. I mean I heard Gary's team is in first from what I understand, but uh, as far as scores this week, but I heard that friend had the second highest score this week. So as of now, I think there's still more games to be played. But you know, so I like how ongoing this story is going to be. So I'm, I'm, I'm. So I'm I'll play. Hold on, devil's advocate on the game situation. So, <laughs> um, if I was in that situation, and 
majority of people agree that the rule is stupid. It's house rules, right? Right. Uno, you play house rules. In board games, you play house rules. It's not exactly what the rules of the thing is. As long as everybody's playing by the same rule, it's house rules, correct? That's just usually how I know games in general. It's always house rules. They may not be. But the house rules don't make make sense. But the house rule didn't come into play until they realized that there was a way to manipulate the game. Well, I would say I would say that if that made the game not fun for everybody, it makes sense to change the rule. Right. It does. It does. Because because I because playing that was again I again I wasn't there, so I don't know how all this works. But I was talking to him about it. And he said that one person, one of the games that the guy was basically abusing the system and cheating to win, they played well, the game the hold next hold day. Hold okay. You want me to explain I, I, how he was doing it? What, 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 yes, yes. Okay. It, it's, so the game basically is you got to guess a range of numbers and be the closest to it to get points, right? Okay. Well, in the game, you don't get any negatives for being super far away unless everybody gets it right. Well, the game's really hard. Everybody's never going to get it all right because it's really it's not an easy game. And so how I was explaining, this person kept putting one to a million. So no matter what, he gets a point. While everybody else is trying to get as close as they can and play the game the right way versus just saying one to 300 million, that no matter what, you're guaranteed to get a point. And it became a consensus, I was told, after the fact when said person left that game was not fun playing it that way. And they played it again the correct way without that that way. And they said it was a lot more fun because it's a lot more challenging versus just throwing in one to 100 million and guaranteeing yourself a point. So and I, to be there's fair, a way to fix it. To be fair to this friend, he only used that one to million range if he had no clue what the answer was. And so if that's the pl- case, why not guarantee yourself a point if you can? Let that be on everybody else to try to get in the range. But I believe that's why the house rules change where you can't use those okay. bets. Okay, so so this is this is this is one of those uh, uh it's like it's, it's like not. guessing one dollar on the price is right, you know. Yes, yes, guessing one dollar on the price is right. Like if it's if it's a range, you're going one to one hundred. And it's gonna fall somewhere in there anyway. I see what's going on here. You're not you 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 don't have a strategy as a friend, as your friend, he doesn't have a strategy. He's just he's just throwing a number he's out there. He's gaming the a- system to try and win. But yeah. everybody else is playing the system the right way, trying to win the correct way versus just throwing out the generic one to one guarantee yourself one point. That's why the game wasn't fun. Is what I was told because I guess you could say it's kind of like flopping in the NBA. It's not illegal yet, but yes, <laughs> what well, is now? Yes, it's now exactly. a technical. So that, that's exactly what that is. You're absolutely right. But now. back to the normal question when you asked me what I was doing on the weekend, uh, if I watched football, no. But this brought up a question because I want to know what y'all decided. What is considered watching something? Because I was told, oh, I'm watching football because there's something on my TV, but I am playing a video game the whole time. I'm not paying attention to anything that's on the TV, but I was being told, you're watching that. But I'm not actually watching it. How does that make any sense? You are. You are. You're watching it. How? If at at any point, if I can hear it or I glance over at it. But you can't hear it. Headphones on playing a game. Yeah, Yeah, okay. All right, you was watching it, man. If it's on your TV, you was watching it. 
All right, so I got a question. So what determines you be watching it? Because it's on your TV? Yes. What if you're not in the room? Are you watching it? Doesn't matter. You're still watching it. If, I said if disagree. It show up on, if, it, if it show up on your bill, I, you ain't got to be at home for you to make a phone call. But it doesn't show up on your bill. It doesn't show you what you're watching. No, you, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm talking about the, the ability to be mobile. And because we have that ability to be mobile, I'm saying that you can you can watch it without being in the actual room because a lot of people watch TV listening. Like if you're cooking or something, you can't see the TV, but you can hear what's going on. If you're not physically there and it's on on the TV, if you were there, you would be watching. What if this you're sleeping like and the TV's on? Are you watching it? Yeah, the same concept. Hundred percent, Gary. You can't sleep without it. I know, but I'm not watching it. I'm sleeping. I'm just trying to figure out what the guidelines are to consider to be watching versus not watching. Because if I'm sleeping, I'm obviously not watching it. So it's just yeah, another. I don't think I don't think sleeping yeah, counts. When I turn that TV off, you wake up like this. Hundred percent, right? because like I just gotta have noise, but I'm not watching it. I think I think if it's on and you glance over every now and then to check on the score or see what's happening, then you're watching it. If you're asleep, I don't think you're watching it. I think you you might. All right, be listening another to example. It. If you have the TV on. But you're watching your iPad, doing something on your iPad, and you're watching your iPad, watching a movie or Netflix on your iPad, but the TV's on behind you. Are you watching both TVs? Even if you're not glancing up, if, are you, if you're watching something on your iPad and the TV's on, are you watching the TV too? Yes. I would say no. Like, I don't understand you're how that – you with your ears, man. You're but you're not. Your I'm ears. paying attention to the Netflix. I just have it on in the background noise. Okay. So is, is, is my dog watching the TV if I leave the TV on for him and he's in the room? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. 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 I think I'm that kidding. comes down to does the dog have the ability to watch the TV? Well, they can. Every dog can look at the TV. We don't know if they're actually watching it because they don't right. understand it. Gary, don't don't say that because I, to, you can say that about every animal that we've ever studied. We don't know. We don't know for sure because they didn't tell us like, yeah, man, I don't like that. No, but they look assume. at the TV and stuff. We just know they look at it. They see things. Then they watch the is. TV, yeah, But it doesn't do it all the time. About it. Like, well, I'm just saying because I don't think watching, if you have it on a TV and you have multiple TVs in a room or something, I don't consider that watching it. You have to be physically watching it to be watching it. If you just have it on. Because I just like to have something there. Like, I'll have a movie on when I'm playing a game or something. I'm not watching the movie. It's just there for something's there. I don't have to have Gary, it. Gary, I'm going I'm to I'm tell you what the TV is like. The TV is like your telephone. The TV is always on. And what constituted watching is if you at any part of the day pick it up and use it, then you are now watching it for the rest of that day. I'm going to tell you why. We don't turn our phones off when we don't have a phone call. Our phones stay on 24 hours a day whether it's on the charger, but we're not on them 24 hours a day. We may get notifications. We may jump on and off. It's like the constitute, like, hey, if my phone is laying on the table and I'm talking on the phone, but the phone is off, am I talking on the phone? That's, well, what, you, that's basically what you're saying about the TV. You wouldn't be talking to it if it's off. No, I'm talking about if it was if it if it had a black screen like off. off. Oh, but it's not off. It's on. You're actually using it. 
You're talking that, through it. That's what I'm saying. But you're that's talking through saying. it. There's is a it, difference. Is it considered to be off when the screen is black, no. all the apps are closed I would now? say it's off. Mine's off right now because it's not on. I'm not using it. If I'm not on my phone and it's not being touched by me and I'm not talking through it or whatever, it's not, it's off. Oh, that's wild. But it's the same thing with the TV. Like the TV. That is like, wild. If I'm not watching the TV, I'm not watching it. Yes, according to the metrics that they use whenever they determine how many people watch it, it was considered watched. But I'm not watching it. And then I was told that, oh, if you if you bet on things or you invest on things like fancy football and stuff, oh, you're a fan of football. I'm like, no, I just played it and I know about how it works. So I play fantasy football. I don't have to watch it to and be a fan to to be invested in uh, fantasy football. But like, oh, you, you're an NFL fan. I'm like, no, that's completely different. Because it's the same thing. Because like people bet on sports, they don't watch at all. And they're not invested in it. They just only do it because it's a chance to win money. But and you have to be invested into it if you're going to be good, though, Gary, because you got to put the time and the effort in there. I don't put any time and effort. I've won. To see the, but the people you're going against, though, Gary, are trash. Oh, I know, but that doesn't mean I still I didn't invest any time or money. I didn't invest Gary, any time you play, or something. You, play, you played the game. You can know who the head coaches are. Exactly. The coaches are, know who's going to win and who's going to lose. Yeah. You you know based off teams. But that's on my previous teams. experience, not my research I do. Well, you got to do some level of research. You got to see who hurt, who not hurt. You do. Well, that's there, that's easy. Some, that's on social media. You see that. Yeah, I it's hard for me to believe you 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 don't watch you don't do that. That's wild. I literally printed out my sheet the day before the draft and then that's what I went by. I didn't go by it. I just picked on the players I thought that would be doing better this year. And I was wrong. I was right on one player, and I'm so mad I didn't take him. But and Tyree Kill, that is. Uh, oh, tough pass on that one, huh, G? But who did you take in the first round in your your drafts? Christian McCaffrey. He still Jamar, had a good game. Jamar Chase, who I, could, I was going to take Tyree Kill over Jamar Chase, I got talked out of it. And then Justin Jefferson. Oh yeah, damn! Oh, it must be nice to only have a top four pick. <laughs> well, no, I got Bijan in the one. I got Bijan and Nick Chubb at the back of my one of my drafts. It was like I was drafting with idiots, but it's okay. I went Bijan and a quarterback because it was a two quarterback league. All right, well, anything you guys are talking about, <laughs> I'd love to move on from this fantasy football shit. Oh, D, I saw I saw a picture of you where it said one of your when you wanted to be older, you wanted to be a champion fantasy football player. That's that's not what you saw. That's those are lies. That's <laughs> no fantasy football superstar. Oh yeah, fantasy football superstar. There you go. So he wouldn't yeah. actually be playing it. He'd oh, play he wanted to be. Oh, okay. Hey, so T, were you conflicted on uh, Sunday with the 49ers whipping the Steelers' ass? I was. I mean, not it was bad, man. I I was. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I have been getting so much pressure from y'all and heat from y'all during the preseason about Brock Purdy and how good and how bad he looked. He never looked good. It was all he looked bad. 49ers going to be trash. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. I've been hearing this slander from y'all all preseason about his shoulder, you know, him being undefeated last year, kind of all the talk, right? I've also been hearing, you know, that the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, that, you know, coming back from last year, that they were going to be better this year. Uh, Kenny looked really good in the preseason. 
I'm saying all that to say this. The preseason don't mean shit, okay? When the regular season start and them pads go on and you play for four straight quarters, that dog come out of you and you see who going to scamper on off and tuck their tail and run, and you're going to see the ones that stand up there and they're going to they bow up. Last night or yesterday, the 49ers bowed up and the Steelers ran off. Uh, there's going to be a lot of teams that we talk about that did that, but there will be one that I will not be talking about. I don't give a damn how good they do. I am not going to give them any How about them Cowboys? damn team, bro. So I'm going to let y'all do that. And we can talk hey. about other teams, but yeah. Hey, the Cowboys had the biggest D in the room last night, boy. That's all I'm going to say about it. But here's my question to you, D'Angelo. Here is my question to you. How good did them Panthers look yesterday in a loss, boy? If they wouldn't have had those turnovers, whoo, they'd have been rocking and rolling to a dub yesterday. I'm, I'm thinking we might go to the Super Bowl this year. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's possible. You, you want to bet 100 on that? Uh, Gary, Gary, I'm gonna let Sorry, you guys, my connections, man, my I'm, connections join out. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need you to talk. I'm, I'm gonna need you to talk to him, Gary. I'm gonna let yeah, you take this yeah. first. Again, it's this this typical fandom. Um, they were playing against a team that was, I guess, picked to finish second in their division because I think the Saints were picked to finish first. So in a division that's the leader's probably gonna have nine wins on the season, maybe. So uh, it's not a very tough division. Um, I like your optimism, but save it until you, they play a better team and see how that goes. Um, I, hey, what the, the, the Falcons? You know, Bijan was looking was looking pretty good. He didn't, you know, he didn't he didn't have to do all the work. Okay. But he, hey, Tyler he Algier was better in the game. So, what so, because he scored so. touchdowns? He had seventy five yards and two TDs. Yeah, but Bijan looked way better than anybody so, else on that so. field. Did he have that many yards and touchdowns? Since you took us here, Kyle. Since you took us here. You took us here. And I'm going to sit here for a little bit because Gary did this to me. He broke down why certain players, uh, like why normal people couldn't play football on the 10 carries. So I'm going to sit here for a little while until you um, (sighs) – The Panthers are going to be a bad team and are a bad team because of this. The difference between the good teams, the great teams, and the not-so-great teams are turnovers, making mistakes. So, okay, we two turnovers away from winning this game. So the next game, we two defensive stops from winning that game. The next game, we're a special teams play away from winning it. You see where I'm going? So now we've – this is a – the making of a bad team because in every there's a different area where they fail at every game that ultimately cost them the game. So yeah, right now it's the two turnovers. We could have won that game next week. It'll be something else. And then the week after that, it'll be something else. That's the difference between teams that are great, good, or bad is capitalizing off them turnovers, creating them turnovers. Those teams right there are the best. Those teams are the great teams. That's what we mean by, hey, they may on the outside look like they're a good team, but in the the grand scheme of things, overall, at the end of the season, their record is going to reflect those mistakes that they made 
week in and week out in different areas on the field. Any rebuttal? Time? No, I can see that. I can see that. But I would also say that I think, um, you know, that's going to be part of the growing pains of a rookie quarterback. Um, I'm just – I'm saying that because you said you're taking it as a win because you were two oh, turnovers yeah. away. Oh, you lost yeah. that damn game, man. Y'all got we did game. lose. We did lose, but, you yeah. know, I find victory in a loss uh, for the Panthers because, you know what, we are going to turn it around and win the division. I, I got a better question for you because y'all jumped off into the NFL scene really fast right now. I'm talking about right now. What does it has to take? What is, what is it going to take for Deion Sanders to win Coach of the Year? Go undefeated. I don't think it's gonna take. I don't think it's gonna take being undefeated. I don't think. I don't think it's gonna take that much. Gary. I don't think it's gonna take that much. In fact, I think all it's gonna take is for him to go to a bowl game and beat one of these top ten teams. Oh, they're not gonna be a top ten team. What? I will bet you they will not be a top ten team right now. Ten dollars. So they got USC. They got USC. Caleb Williams is not looking really good. I mean, he's he's. They got USC. That's I try. I try to make a bet. I try to make a bet with my buddy. I said Colorado won't have over eight wins, and that he wouldn't take it. I'll take right that. now. I'll, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you damn right. I'll yeah, but sure. you gotta do that. Yeah, you, obviously you've seen the games now. But I still would. I would still stick by. They're I, not going to probably win nine games. I don't. I got. Fit, I got fifty take. on that. They got to have over yeah. nine. If it's nine, it's a push. If it's below nine, I win. How many games do they play? I have uh, probably 13, if I had to guess. What happened to eight? Well, you've seen him play now. Let's make it eight and a half. Make it eight and a half. Eight, well, that's where it's win, nine. nine. Nine's a push. Nine. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight, you win, nine, many, I win. Let me see how many games they play. Hold on. Okay, so Colorado play Colorado State next. They got Oregon after that. That's, t- that's 13. They got USC right after Oregon. Then they have Arizona State, Stanford, then UCLA, then Oregon State, then Arizona, then Washington State, and then Utah. They have 12 games. One, two, So I'm saying they won't win over nine. So they're not going to win 10, 11, or 12. They play six six top-ranked teams. They got six top-ranked teams Mm -hmm. left out of the last 10 games. Six. And they're not going to win. I'll t- eight and a half. If it's eight, it's eight. I, look, if it's nine. It's I, a you win. All right. I said that they were going to a bowl game this year. I'm I'm telling you. You said a top ten go, team. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you that all it's going to take is for them to win a go to a bowl oh, game. They're going to go to a bowl game. They're going to win at least six games. Go to a bowl game and beat a top ten team. Well, it, it'll have to be one of the. It had to be somebody in the Pac-12. They already beat a top-10 team. They beat TCU, didn't they? Or were they 17 or something? They were 17. But I'm talking about that USC team, but they got got Oregon first, though. Oregon 13, they're 18. But, see, they beat TCU when they wasn't ranked. Correct. I also think they got a very generous jump to rankings by beating TCU. (laughs) That was outrageous. 
from a team that won three games last year, you just magically yeah, but it's a completely it's a completely different team though. It doesn't matter. You po- it, how rankings are based on how you were last year, and then what you project they may do this year. Nobody expected them to beat TCU, and then you still expect it. You jump them up to twenty-two. I just don't think. And then they made a big deal about them beating Nebraska. Nebraska is a terrible team. Terrible. And they made yeah. a big deal about them beating Nebraska. I, I would have picked them to beat Nebraska. I think Nebraska is bad, and their coach is terrible. They got Colorado State this weekend. Yeah. They should beat Colorado State, but it's a rivalry game, so you never know. Hey, after that, they got Oregon. Now they—they're they, they're not beating Oregon. Oregon. They're not beating USC. They're probably not they got, beating. They got Utah. Oregon, USC, Stanford, UCLA. They got a nice gambit after that. Yeah. Colorado State is their last cake team. Everything else is—it's time to. And strap on the helmet and chin straps and let's go. But get just it. just for everybody's aware, locking it in. Time has them winning nine games. I have them eight or less. I, I and I'm locking in. Going to, I'm telling you they're going to a bowl game. Yes. I'm also telling you that Deion Sanders is going to be coach of the year, especially with Nick Saban losing to Texas. Yeah, but if Kirby oh, well, Smart goes Texas, undefeated again, I'm about to say could Texas does coach be a uh, if they if they go undefeated. Yeah, if they go undefeated and Prime goes undefeated, which which team is t- Colorado's not going undefeated, but Dion would get it because of his name only. If they go undefeated, you he deserve it. Dude, we just I just told you the gambit of team. Yeah, but you place. Texas has the same gambit. They just had to beat Alabama. In Alabama. Yeah. That's the, so yeah. here 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 you go, Tony Gwynn's stat. So I always say Tony Gwynn's stat if it's a stat that's so out outlandish, it's hard to believe it's true, but it's true. That was the first time in the history of Nick Saban's career coaching at Alabama. He's lost by double digits at home. Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> and he lost by 10. Yes. First time, in, first time coaching at Alabama, he's lost by double digits at home. That's an outrageous That's why everybody stat. was saying that it was a blowout. Yeah. yeah. That's bananas, bro. Hook him. Texas was That's jumping. Bananas. So you know? you, go ahead. So I'm gonna tell you what I thought was crazy this weekend that I found out, and I didn't know it was more like a uh, what do you call that? Um, the the Mandela effect. I'm watching TV and they was talking about Lou Holtz. I only remember Lou Holtz for South Carolina. He only spent five years in South Carolina. Do y'all know that he was a Notre Dame coach? Yes. I knew that. No clue. Because I only I, I couldn't see him in Notre Dame like garb or anything. So I had to go back. They was like, Yeah, Lou Holtz that, you know, they they was like the head coach of Notre Dame. And I was like, No, he was the head coach of South Carolina. And they was like, No, he was the head coach of Notre Dame. That's how he got his start. Yep. And I go, Well, Notre Dame's not a college that you start and then leave. To go to South Carolina, so I it didn't make sense to me. Yep. No, it. Uh, he's known again. He was in Notre Dame forever, but it was the, what's most yes. recently you've known was South Carolina. So that's why. And in the movie The Blind Side, he was in South Carolina. No, it, it ain't just. It's not. You trying to bring? Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Gary. Because you know time will run off with that. Go blindside. Go blindside, D'Angelo, like that. <sighs> 
man. Please don't do that, man. Because next thing you know, you'll be trying to put me in your car and make money off me. <laughs> that's terrible. Do we think that's true? Or is, or is uh, Michael Orr on I, money grab? I'm not talking about that, man. You go ahead, Gary. You go ahead, Gary. <laughs> Uh, did, uh, well, uh, can we can we talk about the memes? No, no, no. I want it before we get to the memes. I want to ask this since we're on sports. It's sports related meme, but oh, okay. Well, I want to ask: Does does uh, Team USA losing to not even it making proves the, the point? Does it prove no Lyle's point? I think it does, but it also proves that we don't have the players that want to go play and win. At all, we have players that don't aren't willing to go do that. They we just have we always rele, rele, relegate that to the smaller, uh, not as high profile players to go play in that. I think it makes all the point. The only reason why they won is because of Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks plays in the NBA is kind of what you said earlier. Time the best talent plays in the NBA. If Dylan lost Brooks two games. was not on that team, huh? They lost two games. Yeah, but Dylan Brooks was at and then, and then, Canada. Was- and then they lost to Germany or somebody, I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no NBA player I, on that team. Yeah. Yeah. But look at our, who was our all-star. I mean, like our Anthony Edwards. But again, that's the thing. That's the problem. It's I blame our league because our players don't want to go play in it. So you right, how about this? Look, how about this? I, I found an article that said, here are the FIBA World Cup All-Stars, all right? First team, Anthony Edwards, United States. And Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Canada. Luka Don, Slovenia. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Serbia. Dennis Schroeder, Germany. All NBA players. Second team, Mikhail Bridges, United States. Josh Giddy, Australia. Carly Jones, South Sudan. Nikola Mitonova, Serbia, and Carlos Nitanos, Dominican Republic. Only two of those, I am not sure if they're in the NBA. They are not in the NBA. So 10 of the best players in the FIBA World Cup, eight of them are in the NBA. It's because that's where you get paid. You go where you're going to get paid. Just like if, if, Saudi Arabia, yes, it it does. if Saudi Arabia makes their own league and says, hey, I'm going to pay these 20 NBA players to come play for us. And they come play for that money. They're no longer than the NBA. Is that now the best team in the in the world because they have the twenty best NBA players? No, they would not be. Like, but that would defeat your argument of saying, oh, because they play in the NBA. No, they're going where the money is. If the Saudi Arabia but makes their own league, it they pay. Matter. That's well, why saying, they're going. So you're telling me if Saudi Arabia makes its own league to compete with the NBA and they pay the NBA players more money, they all leave the NBA, go to the Saudi Arabia, so Saudi Arabia now can say they're the world champions. Yeah, but you're creating a different set of circumstances. No, it's the exact. That's the reason why players play in the NBA. No, I know, it's but we're, we're talking about this in a vacuum. As of right now, the NBA has all the best players because that's where because all the they best have players the go. most money. Okay, okay, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That is that, matter. That's why. That doesn't matter. That's why they're there. What matters is if you're one of the best players in the world, you're going to play in the NBA because that's where you get because the money. Because of money. Yes, right. that's the only reason. That's fine, but that doesn't change the fact that, that that's where all the best players are is in the NBA. That doesn't change that fact. doesn't matter what their motives are. That's where all the best players are, and you just went down and, and read. You and you can't even win a uh, world championship. That sucks. Damn, well, it's because they're not all American. I that's, mean, Well, that sucks. 
Nikola Jokic was the dominated the league. He's not American. Rick. He's no, he's Serbian. And they didn't, he didn't say that Team USA was the best world champion. He said whoever the NBA champion is. There's multiple different nationalities that are on a given NBA team. Nope. It, it, it's no, thing. it's just I'm true. Saying, no, I'm, saying, say no. I'm, saying, I'm saying no. It still comes down to they didn't win a, if they don't win a gold medal, they're not the world champion. I'm sorry. You can be the NBA champion. You're not the world champion. You got to win a gold medal to be a world champion or something because that, that encompasses every country. I'm not going to get into this conversation. <laughs> I'm not. We had it but, last week. But real quick about the memes. Uh, we can end it here if y'all want. Don't matter to me. Uh, the, what is the best meme you saw this weekend dealing with sports? Because there were some Kadarius Tony memes. That were out of this world. <laughs> okay, so you got to explain to everybody what Darius Tony did. Darius Tony had 47 drops in the Chiefs game, and I, he, I saw a stat. I don't know if it's true or not. It's not. I true, have to go look it up. No, 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 no. I, looked, I looked it up. I know. Larry Fitzgerald one. Yep. Where he had more drops in one game than Larry Fitzgerald in his whole career. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald had 29 total drops in his career. Oh, okay. But Darius <laughs> Tony probably had that many in the game. That's crazy. No, Darius Tony had three drops in the game, and people make it a big deal, obviously, because it's a hyperized in the media. Oh, he lost in the game. He didn't lose in the game. Uh, right. The team just played terrible. The Chiefs did not look good. Um, but. Kadarius Tony memes, they were talking about he got on IR for broken hands. Like, that was one of the memes. Like, that, I mean, that hey, meme is really my man, good. My man had to delete his Twitter. He was getting blown up so much. That's crazy. It was that bad? Yeah. It's that bad. Which, yeah. again, it just goes to show you that's all because of fantasy football. Those are all fantasy football owners. Those aren't Chiefs fans. Those are fantasy football owners that had drafted him and played him and they're losing. I want to. I also want to go on record to say that I was right. I told you guys, and I'm gonna stay on this bandwagon for the entire season. When and and I'm gonna ask this question, and we're gonna end this podcast right here after I finish saying what I'm about to say about this quarterback. Y'all can have rebuttals. I said before the start of the season, I said the quarterback that's gonna take a step back this year and that was gonna struggle. Gerald showed up, and he did exactly what I thought that he was going to do. You remember we talked about this. I said Joe Burrow, he did exactly. Who was your struggling quarterback, Gary? Did he struggle? Also, you, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. Who, who did I say was going to – oh, I said Jalen Hurts. Uh, he did all right. He did, I don't think he played – you know, obviously his team won, but I think they're a better team. But I don't think he had the fallout – Games like he, you know, you would expect from somebody who finished first last year in fantasy. And I, I believe I said Jalen Hurts as well. And uh, yeah, I think I was correct. I don't think he played the way. Again, it's the first week. Again, it's again. You always, we both say this, D. We can't well, jump not, to conclusions no, 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 after no, no, one no, no, week. No. You tell, hold up, hold up. Now, now, we, we look at Joe Burrow numbers. Oh, it was terrible. Like, even if he improved a little bit, he's still bad. Oh, it was. That's terrible. what I mean by like it was. Awful. Yeah, but it what if like, what if next week he comes out those for four forty? Then what are you gonna say? You're gonna say he still regressed? I, he still regressed because he ain't gonna come back. You, I don't think. Okay, here. All right. I, I'm just saying this week right here, I was right. So week one, I was right. However, I may have been wrong 
on one situation, and that's Bryce Young. I don't know what's going on over there. I I I I don't have any answers for you. I mean, his numbers were still okay, but that's oh, a great picture. sounds like we lost him. That's a great picture. D stopped on. We lost him. Well, I guess that's where we'll end it. All right. Well. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We're going to leave this beautiful picture of D'Angelo up right here. <laughs> that is so awesome. We'll be back next Monday for another episode of the Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. And until then, we out! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.